This is Sound and Vision on KEXP. I'm Emily Fox. So back in December, KEXP staff were alerted that a certain band was coming to the station. We had to keep their visit confidential from the public. Staff could view the in-studio session, but no photos could be taken. That band was The Smile. It's a group that formed during the pandemic is made up of Radiohead's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood, along with drummer Tom Skinner of the group Sons of Kemet. The video from that session was just posted to YouTube on Friday, and so now everyone can see it for themselves. Shame on you. I'm now joined by KXP's Morgan Chosnick, who hosted the session, along with Jim Beckman, who leads our video team here at the station, and they are here to talk about the session. Hello. Hi. Hello. What were your thoughts on the smile sound? I mean, maybe we'll start with you, Morgan, because I know you're a big Radiohead fan. Like, is this what you would expect from the frontman of Radiohead? I would say yes, actually. You know, I think there's a a lot of people who thought the sound of the smile was a little too off base, but then there were a lot of people who were comparing it to Radiohead saying, this is the best new Radiohead album to come out in years, you know? So it's sort of a mixed bag of people people's expectations. But for me, for being a Radiohead fan and a huge Tom York fan, actually, like, you know, as soon as his first solo album, The Eraser, came out in 2006, I've been a huge fan of his solo stuff. So I feel very familiar with the changes in the types of sounds that he explores. And then it's interesting because there's no interview in the session that we did with The Smile, but I did research just in case. <laughs> you, you never know. And they, they didn't talk a lot about the band because the, the three members had actually made a pact not to do interviews about The Smile. But Johnny Greenwood did give us a little, uh, a little bit of information along the way. And he said that apparently he was interested in getting Radiohead back together because he had songs during the pandemic that he wanted to explore. But Ed O'Brien was working on um, his first solo album, Earth. So he went to Tom and was like, hey, do you want to do a little side project and, and explore these songs with us? And that's the origination of The Smile. So it actually was sort of rooted in potentially being a Radiohead album. Whoa. And Ed O'Brien, by the way, is the guitarist for Radiohead, who we've had on a show before, and he's visited KEXP. But I mean, overall, how would you describe The Smile's sound if you were to compare it to Radiohead? all over the map as far as sound quality goes there's rock songs that are high energy there's um, slow piano ballads which is always something that uh, if you're a Radiohead fan you love to see Tom York getting at the piano and and getting a close-up at the piano which we were able to do in our in our session with them with open the floodgates so it's cool to hear the different varieties of sound throughout the record and it was a little jarring on the first listen because you expect the song transitions from track to track to be very smooth but it felt on first listen to be a little jarring with the back and forth of the energy of the songs but once you get used to it um, and you've listened to the album a few times it makes more sense but I do love the, the variety of sounds on the album. What do you think Jim? Tom he performs with so many different people for him, he could be doing a, a project, like you said, like his solo projects or just singing vocals for another person. And it's still just Tom York and it's not Radiohead. And that's kind of the way I saw the smile was it's like, it's Tom York, but not Radiohead. Um, but there are definitely similarities. I mean, you can't get away from it. But I think the key really is, is Tom Skinner. 
because he brings this whole different energy that's not in Radiohead, you know, with his jazz drumming. And and it's not to say that Radiohead doesn't have propulsive drumming, but this is really propulsive drumming. And so going behind the scenes even more, I mean, Jim, you've done hundreds, probably thousands of KXP in-studio sessions. I mean, did this session seem much different than what you're used to? I mean, what did it take to kind of pull it off from kind of like a, a gear and equipment standpoint? Yeah, I mean, we knew that they were going to be in complete control over our studio. Like they were basically going to do a takeover, like from the beginning that was understood. But we had no idea like quite how much. They unloaded the entire 18-wheeler or whatever they had that they pulled out inside of our door. Like every piece of item that was in that truck came into our studio, which is pretty small. Might look big in the videos, maybe, but it's it's not that big of a room. And so they crammed in a ton of stuff, just cases of guitars. You know, they brought that piano themselves. Like, I can't even express how much stuff they put together in so little time. It's really amazing. What were your big takeaways from the, the performance or like, you know, favorite moment from that session? Yeah, well, personally, it was terrifying and nerve wracking. <laughs> you know, my favorite artist of all time sitting in front of uh, and seeing this live performance happen in the same room. So that was extremely surreal, first of all. But the thing that really struck me was... I mean, it's not surprising at all. These people are professional musicians. They have a huge crew that they work with who, you know, just from what I've heard, are sort of like family and they treat their crew really well. And so everything was a well-oiled machine. It all happened so fast. So like Jim was saying, they had cases of guitars out in the hallway and between every single song, their crew members were coming in and swapping out their instruments for them. So normally when we're doing a KXB in-studio session... You know, bands have all of their equipment already in the room, and if band members are switching instruments, it takes a little bit for them to put down their the last one and pick up the new one and maybe tune a little bit and get ready. And the DJ will have time to be like, oh, you know, you're listening to so-and-so live on KXP. They're, they're just switching instruments, and then they'll play another song. But this was so fast. Their crew members were coming in and slamming the next guitar in their hand and taking the last one away, and they're immediately playing the next song without having to even basically look at each other they're like yep i'm ready let's go so yeah that was that was mind-blowing jim do you have a favorite moment or just take away from the performance yeah i wanted to to add a little bit to what morgan was saying because the point about not taking too long between songs we actually didn't capture it as clearly or for as long as I would have wanted to because we had no idea when they were starting the songs because the people would run in and hand the guitars and change out the instruments. And if you look, they're playing a different instrument, Johnny and Tom, on every song or at least switching to a different instrument between every song. And so people, their crew's running in and we're standing around with cameras thinking, oh, well, that's not live, so they'll let us know when they're starting. You know, and Tom is talking to the other Tom and to Johnny and they're just kind of bantering. But it's actually the beginning of the song. And so some of the camera movement at the beginning of the songs are pretty shaky. It was actually a little bit of me talking to Scott in the video 
because I didn't even realize, neither of us realized that the song had started at that point. It's pretty funny. If you want to check out the session from The Smile, it is now on our YouTube channel, KEXP's YouTube channel. Uh, Jim Beckman and DJ Morgan, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks, Emily. Yeah, thank you. Meanwhile, the Seattle-based writer and New York Times best-selling author Ijoma Oluo was able to watch KEXP's in-studio session with a smile. Here's her reflection on the performance and how it got her thinking about change. When we love something, it's tempting to want it to stay the same forever. It was great. It was comforting. Surely change would be bad, or at least uncomfortable, right? Radiohead has changed a lot, yet also in many ways always the same. The decades of loving the iconic quartet have taught us to allow the music and the musicians that we love to grow and change, as we all must in our lives. But so much of what allowed us to stay by a band that was forever changing things up was believing everything they created would be great, even if we didn't quite know it yet, and at heart, who they are would remain the same. These pandemic years had me turning to things I've long loved. It's helped foster some sense of normalcy amidst so much uncertainty and change. Books I've read many times before, the dishes that taste like home, and music that I know all of the lyrics to, and that can provide the emotional release that I expect. If anyone in my family was annoyed with my love of Radiohead before 2020, In these past three years, they have learned to love them too, or at least deal with the fact that they're a permanent part of the sounds of our life in our household. But as Tom York and Johnny Greenwood from Radiohead teamed up with Tom Skinner from Sons of Comet to make music, it signaled a change, a more fundamental one than the many changes we've been used to Radiohead bringing us over the years. It quickly became clear that this wasn't a side project, that the threesome was putting their primary efforts into this band. Pretty quickly, people started speculating that maybe Radiohead was dead and the smile was their replacement. These rumors have not been calmed by Tom York's very non-committal statements about Radiohead's future. I'll be honest when I say that at first, I didn't want it. Whatever this change was, I just wanted things to go back to how they were. After these recent years, I think a lot of us want a lot of the things we love to go back to the way they were. But this isn't possible. We have been changed and are changed, and we need to be able to not only make peace with that, but embrace it, if we're going to find healing and joy in the here and now. Watching the smile perform in the KEXP studio was to watch what it looks like to embrace change in real time. Tom had a lightness and energy that I hadn't seen in his live performances in years. Johnny was intensely focused, with room to shine so brightly in this smaller band. 
He moved from instrument to implement, creating what seemed to be any sound that popped into his beautiful imagination. And Tom Skinner brought soul and funk that grounded what was at times pretty wildly experimental sounds coming from Johnny and Tom in a much needed way. The smile brought more equipment than I've ever seen to a set at a local radio station. They took the gig seriously and treated it with a level of respect that showed the love they have for this new band and those who are willing to give this something new a try. It was a beautiful and honestly joyous performance that I have been thinking about pretty much every day since being lucky enough to watch it. As a writer, it has me thinking about how easily creatives can be trapped in the expectations of others. How sometimes, when what people want more than anything is something that used to be, it is vital to ask ourselves who we are now and what we need to create to honor that today. Regardless of what the future brings them, Tom, Johnny, and Tom seem better for the music they are embracing now and those of us who get to listen to what they are creating will likely be better off as well. For KEXP, I'm Ijoma Onuo. That was Sound and Vision. Please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org sound. Thanks for listening.